Hey guys, I don't know if you know this, but I love biohacking. I love testing out new foods, new supplements to feel my best, look my best, perform my best. That's why I'm so excited that we partnered up with Neurohacker. They're sponsoring today's podcast. So this is something new, Senolytics. These are cutting edge ingredients that are making waves in the world of healthy aging. If you're looking to optimize your energy, feel your best no matter what your age, you definitely have to start researching this. This is why I'm super excited to be talking about Qualia Senolytics. See, as we get older, these things called senescent cells build up. They're basically old, worn out cells that hang around and mess things up. They cause aches, slow recovery, a general blah feeling. Think of them as zombie cells. Qualia Senolytic gives your body a kickstart to clear those out. Think of it like a deep cleaning for your body on the cellular level, making way for your good cells to thrive. Honestly, before I tried this, I was a bit skeptical, but guys, the difference blew me away. Within a few months, energy levels are through the roof. I felt sharper. My workouts felt better. This middle-aged sluggishness, it's gone. And you can take quality, this middle-aged sluggishness, mostly gone. So if you're ready to fight those aging effects at the source, head over to neurohacker.com slash success pod. That's neurohacker.com slash success pod for up to $100 off and use the code success pod for an extra 15% off your order. And just a quick disclaimer, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food or Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And this review represents my personal experience and opinions and is not a guaranteed promise or reflection of anyone else's results. I was given free product in exchange for this endorsement. Welcome to Success Story, the most useful podcast in the world. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. The Success Story podcast is part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. The HubSpot Podcast Network has incredible podcasts like the MarTech Podcast, hosted by Benjamin Shapiro. Each week, the MarTech Podcast tells stories of world-class marketers who use technology to create lasting success with their business and their careers. If you like any of these topics, you're going to like the MarTech Podcast, how science is changing advertising, how to set up a CRM so you actually use it, private equities take on digital transformation, why big social is focused on newsletters. If these are topics that resonate with you, go check out the MarTech podcast wherever you get your podcasts, or you can also go listen at hubspot.com slash podcast network. Today, I'm going to speak to you about Freshworks. This is a business case study. So we're going to speak about how Freshworks became the first Indian SaaS unicorn over billion dollar valuation. We're going to speak about how they became the first Indian SaaS IPO when they IPO on the NASDAQ just this September. We're going to speak about the origin story, how they came up, some of the strategy, how they competed in a red ocean and a blue ocean simultaneously, how they competed against Zendesk and Salesforce, and how they leverage both of those companies against themselves. We're also going to speak about their product suite. We're going to speak about some of the guerrilla marketing methods they use and also how they were so successful to the point where they went public. They achieved a $12.2 billion valuation on their first day of trading. This is a Freshworks case study. This is Freshworks growth story. So let's get right into it. Freshworks journey to becoming India's first SaaS IPO. So Freshworks, formerly Freshdesk, has long been the leading light in India's SaaS industry. It was India's first SaaS unicorn. 
ushering in an entire new wave of SaaS firms as they became India's SaaS superpower. Since last year, the Indian software as a service sector has been developing at a breakneck pace, but Freshworks NASDAQ public offering has pushed things to the next level. The company, which creates customer engagement software for businesses, was valued at $12.2 billion after its stock opened 21% higher than its initial offering price at $36 per share. But how did it all start? So Freshworks, which was founded in 2010 by the current chief executive officer, Girish Mathrubutham, and the current chief technology officer, Shan Krishnamase, delivers business software to 50,000 clients in over 140 countries. Freshworks provides over 11 products as well as an AI-powered software-as-a-service platform to improve customer experiences, increase staff efficiency, and enable a developer and partner ecosystem. Freshworks began with a single product, Freshdesk, aimed at the customer support software industry. To quote uh, Ramesh uh, Ravish Shankar, Freshworks Senior Director of Marketing, we wanted to make a platform that combined assistance with businesses' social networks. For example, so Freshdesk allows clients to connect uh, Facebook pages and Twitter accounts into their help desk and manages them from there. It also enables them to communicate with consumers via WhatsApp to address issues more swiftly. More traditional customer care capabilities like live chat and the conversation of support communications into trackable tickets that a help desk can handle are complemented by these functionalities. So Fresh Service is a cloud-based IT service desk software that assists with tickets submitted through email, a self-serve portal, phone, chat, or in-person that was introduced in 2014. Freshworks became the umbrella name for current and new goods two years later after the creators then also introduced Fresh Sales. So Freshworks product suite is positioned as offering marketing, support, and sales for the whole customer experience from acquisition through to relationship termination. It provides cloud-based software to organizations with up to 5,000 workers and also utilizes software as a service products to manage its operations. So Freshworks conducts up to over 4,000 marketing and advertising initiatives each year, accounting for around 70% of the company's income. This is also reflected in its recurring revenue growth, which is surpassing over $200 million in ARR. In just, uh, that was in 2019 when I got those last stats. So this is going to be even, even greater. Um, but how did they get to well, well over $200 million ARR, $12.2 billion valuation? What's the strategy? So Freshdesk was uh, the company's first customer service software Fresh Service in 2014, Fresh Sales in 2016, Fresh Team in 2017. Um, and now a comprehensive suite of enterprise solutions that captures the whole customer lifecycle have all been released. So let's figure out how they got to the point where they could even launch these products. So first, creating a blueprint for the red ocean market. So all of these services, customer service, marketing automation, IT support, and so on, have significant markets of their own. So Gresh focused on how to identify red ocean markets and develop the strategy to perform effectively in red oceans. In Blue Oceans uh, markets, the firm would need a specialized sales staff to educate clients on why they need a product. That's very different from a Red Ocean. In the Red Ocean, there's already a defined market that does not require as much discovery. People get what you're selling, but it does require significant effort and money to stand out. 
There were approximately 600 help desk products on the market when Freshdesk launched, creating a deep red ocean industry. Freshdesk also was able to triumph thanks to the ease of the product as well as solid execution and a very pleasing UI UX. This helped its traffic grow and they have pretty much sustained it over the years. If you actually look at their data, they have an enormous amount of organic traffic hitting their website. And this coupled, so they have a strong organic strategy, but they don't ignore that you have to have an organic and a paid. So they have over 4,000, like I said, 4,000 marketing and advertising activities. They also have a very strong SEO strategy, which drives traffic to their site. So it's a combination of both organic and paid that is making them stand out in a very crowded marketplace. But all the marketing in the world doesn't matter unless you execute. So they continuously execute, like their execution continuously outperforms their competition. So what does that actually look like? Well, because of execution against their marketing strategy and some other things that I'll speak about in a second, Freshworks went from 1 million in ARR to 100 million ARR in only five years. This is a pace of growth that is on par with the greatest SaaS businesses in the world. To get to this point, you need some unusual marketing methods and you have to execute against them. This is not run-of-the-mill growth. So to fight against established companies like Zendesk and Salesforce, Freshworks generated online content, but also used some guerrilla marketing methods. So they did every traditional marketing play in the book, but there were some things that really made them stand out. So Freshworks was mentioned amongst well-known firms like Zendesk as part of the ripoff or not campaign. So the Zendesk CEO labeled Freshdesk as a ripoff on Twitter because of the word desk in both titles, obviously very similar as like the very similar products and companies. Instead of retaliating on Twitter, Freshdesk launched the ripoff or not campaign, which proudly displayed Zendesk's CEO's accusation and encourage users to make up their own mind. Freshdesk received PR alongside Zendesk as a result of this, thus putting it on the same level as the industry leader. And they used, they cleverly used the competitor's insult as a way to gain awareness of their company. Freshworks also gatecrashed Dreamforce. So Salesforce's largest event, one of the largest software events uh, in the world in 2018 by taking to the sky with a hashtag Salesforce blimp that circled Salesforce Tower throughout the week-long event. The goal was to persuade customers not to pay for bloated software like Salesforce. Girish describes how Freshworks focuses on online client acquisition and obviously how this has aided the company's worldwide expansion using local talent, but they definitely haven't been reserved in their marketing. So they promote themselves as the leading help desk provider. The first result for uh, Zendesk versus Freshdesk because they killed it at SEO is, quote, Freshdesk versus the others, see who's the number one help desk tool. So they not only kill SEO so that even when you're searching for a competitor, your preferred article is popping up. They're also crashing Salesforce. They're also leveraging other companies, uh, trashing them and using that to get additional publicity. So they're great at traditional marketing. They're also great at these really obscure guerrilla marketing strategies. Um, and the last thing they did, well, not the last thing, they did a lot of great stuff, but the, one of the last things they did that I'm going to talk about today is 
they created solutions for disadvantaged SMBs. So Freshworks was able to acquire market share by catering to the long tail of small businesses, not just in India, but throughout the world. So even though the help desk industry was incredibly competitive, the SMB market was a little bit of a blue ocean. Um, existing solutions were either too difficult, too complex, or too expensive for small businesses to use. So instead of elephant hunting or whale hunting, going after big enterprise, uh, which all the global players were focusing on and concentrating on, Freshdesk, or actually Gearish, refers to it as deer or rabbit hunting. So SMBs account for half of Freshdesk's or the company's revenue, with the remainder coming from mid-market and corporate customers. So it is well reflected in how well it collaborates with other apps to create an ecosystem, works well with other SMB products, is priced so that SMBs can afford it, and that makes half of the revenue. So Freshworks, easy to navigate website, straightforward pricing, intuitive design, ease of configuration, all of which are important for any product to find acceptance by SMBs, also helped it acquire traction. So after they captured SMB, something that no one else was going for, that along with their marketing, along with their ability to effectively also go after a red ocean market and then ultimately build out a product suite that complemented what their customers were looking for is how they won. Three main reasons, just takeaways, Cole's notes to wrap up, taking advantage of the situation. Freshworks picked a booming market and was able to outperform the competition in terms of product, execution, and design. Taking advantage of their assets, Freshworks established its unique approach to target the long tail of SMBs rather than following the worldwide SaaS model of sales-driven development and also focusing on those enterprise whale customers. And lastly, getting a chance to play in the major leagues early on in its journey by distinguishing and generating noise through creative PR methods, guerrilla marketing. It was able to place itself amongst market leaders like Zendesk and Salesforce. Freshworks always had the goal of expanding internationally, which entailed learning about market dynamics, category landscapes, and geographic peculiarities before entering a new country or area. In 2019, Freshworks became the first Indian SaaS business to reach a billion-dollar valuation. Freshworks was preparing for an initial public offering for 2021 with the NASDAQ listing. The last round before the IPO, so the pre-IPO deal, was entirely meant on establishing the company's worth and establishing a benchmark for how much Freshworks could be valued at in the IPO. And then finally, on September 22nd, 2021, the shares began trading on the NASDAQ Global Select Market under the ticker FRSH, and the initial IPO price was set at $36 per share, easily achieving unicorn status and claiming the title as the first Indian SaaS company to not only reach a billion-dollar valuation, but to also IPO. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it, each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, one data source for everyone. 
There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash Clary. That's netsuite.com slash Clary. Hiring as a small business owner is a major pain. That's why LinkedIn is supporting today's episode. You need people with the right skills and experience, but finding them can take forever. It is incredibly frustrating to keep seeing candidates who just aren't a good fit, and that's why LinkedIn Jobs has been a game changer. Let me tell you a little story. We needed to hire a graphic designer, somebody with specific tech and software knowledge and the ability to truly understand our brand. And I started with all the usual job boards, and it's the same old story. Tons of irrelevant applications. No one's really matching my needs. I tried LinkedIn jobs and the quality of candidates was just on another level. People with impressive portfolios, relevant expertise. I finally felt like I was interviewing the right people. That's truly the power of LinkedIn's massive professional network. You're tapping into this huge pool of talent you simply wouldn't find on other sites. It's about finding those niche candidates you actually need. And with the right people in front of you, hiring becomes a breeze. Did you know that 86% of small businesses find a quality qualified candidate on LinkedIn jobs within 24 hours. That is how well their system works. Honestly, do yourself a favor and try LinkedIn jobs next time you're hiring. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash excellence. That's linkedin.com slash excellence. Terms and conditions apply, but it's definitely worth trying out. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story, too. So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. 
This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. Today's episode is sponsored by Belay, and what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch U.S.-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professionals to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text SUCCESS, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. 